quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Hi, welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm glad you're here. We're going to talk about co-parenting. I get a lot of questions about co-parenting and I'm a co-parent and uh, I've been separated from my ex-husband since beginning of 2017. So that's a very long time to co-parent with somebody else. He's a great co-parent. We actually have a really good relationship. We're lucky. We're so very lucky. But I think there are some things that maybe I can talk about that would help people out there who are trying to co-parent. First and foremost, you cannot control your co-parent especially if you don't have an amicable relationship. There is no way that you are going to be able to get on the same page as your co-parent if you have a fractured relationship. So that said, I would try if you can. Some people can't because they do have a, an, an unwilling co-parent participant who is not going to, doesn't want to collaborate. But I would do whatever you can to create a good relationship with your co-parent. I would drop the drama. I would drop the conflict. I would drop the ego. And granted, let me just say, there have been many times when I have not been able to do that with my co-parent, where I have not been able to drop the drama. I have not been able to drop the conflict and I have not been able to drop my ego. But once I learned to do those things, life became easier. Now, I have moments where we have upsets and we try to keep the conflict between us. That is another really important piece to remember is that divorce isn't what really hurts children. Conflict is. So if you have a divorce that's free of conflict, your children are not going to be nearly as affected. If you have a divorce that is full of conflict, the people that will endure that conflict are your children. So we keep the conflict away from them. We do not talk poorly about our co-parent in front of them. We do not fight with our co-parent in front of our kids. We do not blame them for things. We do not call them out. We do not do anything to make them look bad in the eyes of, of our children. Because 
when push comes to shove, that is that those children's mom or dad. And they will love them no matter what and as they should. Now, people will talk about, there's a lot, there's a lot of talk about narcissism. There's a lot of talk about toxic parenting, parent alienation, a lot of those things. Now, those are the extremes and those need to be taken into consideration in very particular ways. And they're not necessarily what I'm talking about today. But if you do have, you know, a case of parent alienation or you have a narcissist or you have someone who's totally toxic, you have to protect yourself from those people and have limited, you know, exposure and do whatever you can to protect yourself. But still don't speak unkindly about them in front of your kids because it will backfire. It will only make your children think poorly of you eventually. Plus, we always have to remember that these people are, like I said, they are your child's mom or dad. And that's never going to change. So there will be a deep tie with this person no matter what. And we want to make sure that we can have our kids come to their own opinion about their, their parent and not influence them. So if you keep the conflict away from your kids, they will do so much better in this new parenting paradigm. So you're still a family. I say to the kids all the time, like, we're a family. We're on a group text together. We're on Life360 together, all of us. We spend holidays together. Chris often comes for our dinner. He is coming later to fix something for on Pia's dresser. Like we're still a family. And you can have that if you have a decent partner who will work with you. So I would say if you can talk to your partner and say, listen, I want to do this for the kids. I want to make sure that we can be in the same room together and they're not uncomfortable. I remember that deeply when I was a kid. My parents couldn't even be in the same room together. My mom came for high school graduation and it was so uncomfortable for me because I knew they hated each other and they went through custody battles and screaming and yelling at each other after the divorce. I mean, just ongoing conflict. And that affected my sister and I. Had I not known about that conflict or that conflict wasn't privy to me, I would have a totally different experience with a divorce. Again, divorce does not hurt children. Conflict does. The statistics say that kids from divorced families, they take a hit emotionally, right? Because their family breaks up. People move to different homes. They're no longer living together. But they say over time that these children recover and with the right support are just as well adjusted as kids from two people families. So we have an opportunity to help our kids fully recover, but we can only do that if we have an amicable relationship with our partner. If we don't have an amicable relationship, then we should just really have kind of no relationship, but meaning no conflict. Don't engage if there is conflict. Try to be the bigger person. I know it's hard. I have a lot of clients who have toxic exes and it's, I know how, I don't know personally, but I've seen how difficult it is and I'm sorry. I hope you can navigate that in, with as much grace as you possibly can and know that I, I understand. I've seen it and it's, it is very hard. ADHD affects so many of our families and finding the right care can be a challenge. With Done, you can get the care you need 24-7. At donefirst.com, you have an expert team who can help you get personalized treatment for you and your sweet kids. ADHD doesn't have to jeopardize the connection you share with your family. Take a free one-minute assessment and book an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as the next day. Get continuous care, one-click refills, insurance coverage, and 24-7 care team support with Done for just $79 a month. 
and pharmacy copays as low as $0. Visit get.donefirst.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Done. Turn ADHD into your strength. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. So going back to this piece, like you can't control your, so let's get down to like, just come to some regular stuff. Like you can't control your, your ex. They're going to give them more sugar than you, or they're going to be, you know, stricter than you. Their, their, their rules are going to be different than yours. That is okay. That doesn't mean you guys aren't parenting well. That doesn't mean that you're ruining the kids because you have some rules and they have some rules. That's how life is, right? We have different rules at school. We have different rules at mom's house. We have different rules when we go to our grandparents. Life is full of us negotiating and navigating different in, you know, venues and different people and personalities. And this is just another one. And that is okay. The other thing I'd say is that even when you have parents who are living in the same house, doesn't mean they're parenting the same way. It really doesn't. And so just because you have a co-parent and they're doing things differently doesn't necessarily mean that you know, they're ruined or that they are not going to be able to navigate the two houses with the different rules. That's not necessarily the case. So don't worry about what the rules are at your exes, unless you can have a conversation with them and it's something that's detrimental. And if it is, and you believe you can have the conversation with them and you believe that they're going to listen to you, then it's worth the conversation. But if you're going to tell them what to do and they're going to get defensive, that is not a good place to be. So I've had to let go of some stuff. I mean, my ex is the people pleaser of all people pleasers. So he, if somebody wants something, they're getting. If somebody wants, you know, more sugar, they're getting. They want a present, they're getting. And so I'm not that way. I say no. And uh, I have to let it part of that go. He has a really hard time setting limits with the kids. And so that's his struggle. And we've talked about it. And I tell him all the time, I'm like, you can say no. You don't have to say yes to them. And maybe it's part of his guilt around the divorce. Maybe it's part of his guilt because I have more time with them. I don't know. But he can't get there. And that's not my problem. And they have a different relationship. And sure, they they eat too much sugar when they're with him. But they've also figured that piece out too. Over time, they've learned to regulate and learn not to. You know, they really kind of abused that for a while. Like, asking him to get them stuff because I was, you know, more strict around it. But they've learned how to navigate that and how to come back to a, a happy medium now around sugar and and those kinds of things. Um, electronics, that was a big one when, when they were younger. And that's okay. It really is. 
again, they have a different relationship with their dad than they do with me. And that's totally normal. And that exists in homes with two parents and in homes with one parent. So you have to really gauge your co-parent. Like, can you have conversations around parenting and will that work? Or is that detrimental because it's going to cause a fight? And when you guys have conflict and have a fight is way worse than parenting differently. So it's not worth it for me to have a fight with Chris about the, you know, the sugar or the inability to say no. It just really isn't. And so I let him navigate his world with the girls and I have my own world with the girls and that's okay too. That really is. And they will not suffer. Where they will suffer is if you're fighting about it all, all the time. So don't get into a huge fight with your co-parent about parenting because they're unable to hear you. If they're able to hear you, then you can open up the discussion. So he and I can talk about a lot of things. I can say like, oh, the X, Y, and Z is happening. And I need your support around this. And I need your support around, you know, I need extra coverage because I'm going out and Pia's going to be home. And I don't know if she's going to have, you know, boys and girls over and too many kids in the house. And so can you be here? And like, we can really navigate those kinds of things together where we're very helpful with one another. He's extremely helpful. So we don't have any fights, really, unless it's behind the scenes kind of fights. And those, you know, the lack of having that conflict really helps the kids feel more secure. So Pia said to me once, I said to her, do you have any questions about the divorce? Or do you, this is probably like four years ago, maybe. Do you have any questions about the divorce? Do you have any questions about, you know, mom, mom and dad's split or any of that stuff? And she said, no, why would I? You and daddy are friends. And I thought that was very poignant. She was right. We're friends. So she didn't need to stress. Because we maintained our friendship, it didn't put pressure on Pia or Esme to feel weird or to feel insecure or to feel uncomfortable around us. So I think if you can only do one thing, I would try to maintain a friendship with your ex if you can. And at first, it might be really hard. So at first, it was really hard for me. And I think it was really hard for him. Like He didn't want to like come in the house. He didn't want to be around me too much. And I, I didn't really want to be around him either. But as time went on, we found our way. And I'd say that too, you're going to go through waves and progressions and hills and valleys and all kinds of things in your um, new relationship with your ex because it's different. I mean, he and I were together nearly 26 years. We met when we were 18 and we got married when we were 29. And we've known each other in a certain way for a very long time. We knew each other as, you know, as romantic partners and as parents and in this totally different light than we ended up. So finding your new way and finding your friendship and your co-parenting relationship is a process. So don't expect it to be perfect right away. Don't expect it to be like mine is right away because this has been a work in progress. And don't expect that you're never going to fight, right? Because you will fight. Let's just hope we can keep those fights away from the children so that they have no idea what's going on. You know, there's always money issues. And I know that that becomes a big thing with people, but we got to keep those behind the scenes. And there might be, you know, time spent issues and there might be some, you know, sort of like fairness issues, what's fair and what isn't. And those all need to be discussed outside of the kids. If you can't discuss them outside of the kids, then it becomes very difficult. Sometimes you can get a lot of that stuff ironed out in your custody agreement or in your divorce papers. If you're going through a really high conflict divorce or, or custody battle, I would say get as much as you can in your custody um, agreement so that you don't have a lot of things to talk about. 
if all of the holidays are decided and all of the actual time shared is decided, then you don't have to stress so hard. Okay. I wish you so much luck on your journey with your co-parent. I hope you can find a way to friends. And if you can't, I hope you find a way to have peace around it. I hope you find a way to protect yourself if you need to and, and create boundaries where you need to. And I know for many people, it's extremely hard and sending lots of love and lots of luck in that. And I hope you, you know, find a new way to be. And for those of you who are just getting separated or divorced, there is life after divorce and separation. There's a beautiful, huge, amazing life out there, both personally and both with your kids. So don't think life is over. It's not. You're just beginning a new chapter. And I wish you all the luck in that. Thanks for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. See you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.